Grand Rising, everybody. I pray everybody is divine. I pray you have a good, 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 good sleep and you're ready for a brand new, amazing, incredible day ahead. It is Thriving Thursday and I feel amazing. I literally feel delicious. And I pray that you guys too. I'm looking at my sticks. I pick my sticks every day and I leave them on my desk and my sons or somebody <laughs> has worked at my desk and broke two of my sticks. <sighs> so I can't wait. I can't wait for um, them to be remade and reproduced and come back out again, because I'm looking at them and I'm like, ah, oh, it's just pushed me to make sure that I release the new sticks that I've been holding onto, which is an incredible message for today's room. It's really been laying in my spirit um, in this week about protection and what it really means. And I've had an incredible week. I have loved spending time in silence in the morning. And it has reminded me that for the last year, I have spent the mornings from 5 a.m. serving. I have dedicated waking up in the mornings to serve. And I started that, um, I started that last year, November, actually serving at five in the morning and I've continued it for a year. And there has been many times within that where I didn't have holding spaces. So what I mean is I didn't have a course on, I didn't have a project on, I was still doing that so that people could have the space to give to their self first. And um, I normally do like a reset week so in a reset week, I actually don't allow anybody into the space and everybody has to work in their own space in their own time. But this year it laid in my spirit to do a reset week, but in that reset week, still open the space so that basically you're held in account to still being present. And sometimes you've got to stop doing what you do to appreciate what you do. It's become routine, so it's nothing to me, as in I just wake up, I log on, I provide audios, content, words, whatever I feel in my spirit needs to be given to the people in the space at the time. But me actually taking this week out for me, ah, it's just reminded me why I've started. It's reminded me of all of the work that I've put in. It's reminded me how full I am. So I've got more to give. I've actually been responding to their shares and their check-ins. So after they spend time by themselves in the morning, they then will share like their intentions and what they're doing for the day. And I'll go in as the coach and respond. And I kid you not, I have seen things like I've never seen it before. I have understood information like I've never understood it before. I have picked up points and things about people and life like I've never seen before and I keep saying T what is this why do your eyes is everything feel more open more present and it's exactly that that serving is necessary when you're living a purpose-filled life you must find a place to serve it is necessary but on top of that you can't serve if you're not full you can't serve if you're not filling yourself up first. And what I find is many people are looking for the more 
everybody wants the more, more money, more opportunities, more jobs, more of a healthy relationship, more spaces to be heard and seen. But what are you doing with what you've already got? What are you doing with what you've already got? Because you've already got everything you need, but how tightly are you holding it? And I've had so much time this week to reflect, but even in my reflection space, I, because I'm going in, like I'm genuinely going into myself, I've got more to pour out. And this is why I feel like, I don't know about anybody else in this week, but it's really made me want to protect what God's given me. It's really made me want to nurture it more. When I was going through certain things in my life, things that were hard, things that I felt like, why me? Things that I felt like, nah, God, are you serious? I am so grateful. Why? Because they taught me something. And many people go through things and lock it up. Lock it up. Wish that never happened. Get that to the back of my mind. I don't want that thing about me. I don't want that trait. I don't want that anger. I don't want that resentment. I don't want that trauma. And the more that you lock it up is the more that it's eating you out inside is the more that it wants to get loose, is the more that it wants to scream. And I'm just saying, what happens if you accept that stuff? What happens if you use that pain for purpose? What happens if you allow yourself to actually find out what it is that you needed to know in that season of your life as to why you experienced that? Because I am telling you, a couple of weeks ago, I did a room called There Is Only One Power. If you missed it, it's on my podcast. And that morning I woke up and I realized, yo, we believe in, our belief is shaky. Our beliefs are shaky. Like we're so good to claim the universe and claim God and claim the world is a great place when everything's good, right? But when things aren't good, we start hollering, the devil's doing this and people are wicked and bad mind this. No, 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 wait, hold up, pull up, rewind, come again. That's a whole you thing. If there's only one power, how about maybe you're attracting these things in your life? How about maybe your beliefs, you believe that things are not going to work out for you? You believe that you have to go through things before you learn the lessons. How about your harden? How about you don't really listen much? How about you don't even believe in peace as your portion? So how about it's a you thing? How about taking some responsibility? And so what I started to realize is I've been through everything on purpose and I'm so grateful. If I didn't go through some things, I wouldn't be who I am. And heck, I can't change it, but I can do something with it. I can address my abandonment issues with love so I can teach people to love themselves because of how abandoned I felt. I can help people to see themselves differently. Why? Because when I looked in the mirror, I didn't like what I saw. 
I can teach people to have better thoughts and work out how having better thoughts absolutely changes your life. Why? Because I listened to what I was thinking and I started to use it. If I just woke up good every day and I just woke up and life was like so prim and proper and perfect, this perfect thing that so many people aspire to be and show up like and live their life like, what would you learn? What would you actually learn? What would you have to give? Yo, you've been through some things because you've got something to give. Are you willing to serve that up on a table? Or are you going to every table to eat? Are you running from what you've been through because you're like, ah, I can't face that. I didn't want that. I didn't need that. Yes, you did. Oh, you needed everything, honey. You just don't know how you needed it yet. Because you won't do the work. And so you've got something in you to release. You've got something in you to share. You've got something in you to give. You've got something in you to serve. But what are we doing with it? And so this week has brought me back to such a powerful place of peace because I am so grateful. There's not one thing I would change in my life. Not one. Not one. And the more and more that I'm coaching this week and the more and more that I'm reading and vibing and just listening to people, I'm like, if I could name this season for most people right now, I would call it acceptance. I would call it acceptance. Coming into acceptance of who you are, why you are, what you are. Yo, that is such a beautiful place to be. But what I've realized is many people are living in witness protection. What do I mean by that? Is that you've been through some things, right? And instead of like owning your story, sharing your story, telling your story, facing your story, you've locked it up. Like, mm -mm, listen, I, I can't reveal this. I can't release this. I can't shed light on this because it's too dark. It's too painful. It's too heavy. And I'm like, what if shedding light on it, facing it, Sharing it actually brings you peace. What if you call it what it is? You accept it for what it was. You look at it with gratitude. I am telling you, you will start to recognize, oh my gosh, I've got everything I need. everything so I've started going back in my life and I do this a lot by the way and um I journal a lot and in this time of me spending a lot of time by myself my journal's been my best friend and what I find is when life is good my journal is the first thing I put down it's the first thing I neglect and it brought me a lesson it's like when things are going well for us, when things are going good for us, we forget everything that got us there. 
because now we've arrived somewhere. We're in a new space. We're in a new mindset. We're in a new point of perspective. And we forget the things that got us there. We forget the seeds, the seeds that were sown, the seeds that we had to plow, the seeds that we had to take care of. We forget them when you're standing in the harvest. And I love that yesterday and the day before there was something in my spirit. It kept saying, release it, release it, release it. All I kept hearing is release it, release it, release it. And when I woke up for my power hour and I logged on, to YouTube because I normally just watch the first audio that pops up like and I could see this audio and it literally was saying release it and I was like what do I need to watch that one because that's all I've been hearing but I didn't I went and watched a different one by Michael Todd and I kid you not what was he talking about plowing seeds planting seeds letting them grow watching what they become and I was like okay God I hear you You know, when you allow yourself to really know yourself and listen to yourself and have a relationship with yourself, I promise you, everything you need comes to you effortlessly. So not only do you have everything you need, but everything you need comes effortlessly. But when I say many people aren't willing to do the work, we don't do the work of waking up and saying, hey, let me have a relationship with myself today. Let me figure out what I need to do. Let me figure out where I need to go. Let me figure out where I can sow. Many people wake up every single day. What can I get from today? What can I get from today? How much more can I earn today? How much more can I be seen today? How much more can I be heard today? How much more can I be loved today? And you know what's even more amazing? Many people don't even know that that's what their energy is saying. But when you wake up in the morning and you say, where can I give today? Where can I spread more love today? Where can I be more encouraging today? You will start to use everything that you've got. You don't need no more. You don't need no more to get to your next. You don't need no more to level up. You don't need no more to get that relationship, to get that job, to get that paycheck, to be heard or understood by your family. You've got to use what you've got. But what have you got? You won't know what you've got if you're not willing to face it. You won't know what you've got if you don't bring your whole self out of witness protection. Because ain't nobody put you in there but you. Ain't nobody locked up your past but you. Ain't nobody locked up the stuff that you don't want to face but you. And I'm just saying, there's something in there for you. There's something that only certain people could have taught you, and that's like why they were chosen for that lesson. There is something that only certain experiences would have brought out in you. But we're not even looking for the benefit. Sometimes we go around looking like, like we're living in our overdraft. 
instead of taking account of our lives, we live in our overdraft. Instead of looking at life, like how, the, how has this added value to me? What has this taught me? What can I give from this experience? What did I learn from this? How can I serve as a result of this? Listen, when I really started to recognize, I had good um, value systems. I've got, I've always had a good value system. My mom and dad did a good job at giving me good value system. But somewhere along the lines, internally, I counted myself out. As in, I've always known I'm capable. I could always do whatever I put in my mind to. I never needed permission. I never needed to ask permission. I would just do what I wanted to do, period. But somewhere in the midst of that, I would walk into certain doors and just as quickly as I walked in, I would walk out. And whether it was, I love to dance, so I trained for dancing. And as soon as I get in, I'd start saying, you're too fat, you've got the wrong shape, you're this, like real horrible, bad, nasty, negative behavior to myself. Or I wanted to be a TV presenter and then I would make up a story that, oh, I couldn't speak good, I couldn't do this, I wouldn't look great on camera, all kind of stupidness. But I had to catch these stuff about myself. I had to learn the language that I was speaking in life and about life and to myself. And so when I really got what I was saying, I was like, oh, my God. And so I'd start leaving notes to myself. But these notes to myself looked like Facebook statuses. Looks like messages to my friends. Looks like Monday morning messages to my whole phone book, encouraging them, hope, wishing them a great week. Hoping that they would be lifted and inspired in their week. I took what I needed and I gave it to someone else. How many of you can do that? How many of you can sow that kind of seed Listen, there was times where I legit was living in my overdraft because I had just got reckless with money, reckless. Money never meant nothing to me like that. And I never thought money was going to run out. So I just lived. And to be honest, when I lived, it was great. But when I started listening to other people's beliefs, like, oh, you spent too much on this. Oh, you got to think about that. Oh, you better do this. I started listening and that, mm -mm, that messed with my, I allowed that to become my belief. That was not my belief. And that's when I started to live in my overdraft. But to get out of my overdraft, because there was a point where any money came in, yes, it would go to zero. But then obviously for the next month, live in my overdraft. Do you want to know how I got out of that space? I started saving 10% of everything that was given to me. And I hear some of you go, well, how could you? 
because I took it out. When the money came in, I took out 10% straight away. Because I recognized a belief that was saying, you don't deserve, you don't deserve, you don't deserve. So I had to clean it up. Now I do deserve. So when I get paid, I'm drawing out 10%. That 10%, I could not touch. That 10% was me saying, I'm investing in myself first. Because I was working on my belief that I deserve. So I started putting 10% in an account that I couldn't touch. And let me tell you what happened. I started having more money than I needed. Why? Because I literally planted a seed, a seed of belief. Many of you won't understand what I'm telling you. And I'm really trying to make it plain. We're in a season where we've been asked to actually protect what we've got. We've been asked to update what we believe. We've been asked to do things differently. Are you prepared to live paycheck to paycheck for the rest of your life? Are you prepared to be broke? Because many people talk about doing the work and they're going back and they're healing themselves and they're looking at their traumas. And you know what? They're staying there. They're staying there. And I'm like, wait, hold up. We only look back to see how far we've come. We only look back to understand who we are. We only look back to get the key to unlock something in our future. So who's willing to grow? And where are you planting the seeds that will help you grow? Where are you planting the seeds that mean the work you're doing now, it might not even bless you. Heck, it might not even bless your children. But you know what? It's going to bless your children's children. Have you started to plant those seeds? Have you started to put some work into those things? Have you started to figure out a way to make a return on your investment? As much as recognizing that just within you, you've got so much to give, where are you giving it? What are you doing with it? Because we live in a selfish world, a selfish culture. Like where I don't have nothing, so, so I, I, I can't help anybody. Listen, you might be the dopest person at admin. You might be very good at admin. And there's somebody starting a business somewhere. They don't have the finances to pay an admin person yet, but you can be of service to that person. Do you know how you will be blessed for doing that? There is a person somewhere who doesn't know how to do an Excel sheet or doesn't know how to run their admin correctly, but they're building something great. You're good at that. You can give them an hour a week. Do you know how you will be blessed from doing that? But we don't even G-check ourselves. And I love it. I love how people say to me, oh my God, you know, 
you got um you give so much I, I hope that you you're giving to you i can give so much because i give to me and i'm never going to do anything on the clock i'm going to do what i need to do until it's done and if that means that i need to give some more i'm going to give some more if that means that i need to plant some more i'm going to plant some more if that means that I need to help somebody else, I'm going to help somebody else. Because many people want to be paid, right, for things that they didn't even put any energy into before. I had a, a young girl come to me and she was like, I, I want to start a, a business. And she she was starting her nail business. And she was like, can you give me any help? And I was like, of course, I can share anything that I've learned um, and some. And she wanted to go straight in at these high, high, high prices. And I said, nobody knows you. They don't, they don't know your work ethic. They don't trust your work ethic. They don't know your skills. So give, give, give. You will be blessed way more than you can imagine if you just give. I'm not saying that your talent isn't worth something because it absolutely is, but build to get in there. Build to get in there. There's a process to everything. And I love how much healing is being done in these rooms. I love how much awareness has been done in these rooms. But growth, it really does take some work. And it takes you being bold and courageous in your now. That creates something for your next. But it's recognizing the power of now. Many people don't live a fulfilled life or a purposeful life or a purpose-filled life. Why? Because they don't understand the power of giving. They don't even know that they've got something to give. They don't even know that the things that they've been through are so necessary because it's taught you something. If only you will release it. If only you will face it. If only you will serve it up to somebody else. I live a very um, fulfilled life and I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But the fact that I get to wake up every single day, I mean every single day and do what I love. And I'm not just talking about one space of my life. I'm talking about many spaces of my life, but I want you guys to know it is a choice. It is a choice. And I've been at desks that I did not want to be at, but I was there because I was paying my bills or I had something I needed to handle or I needed an income. But while I sat at that desk, I wrote the plan of where I wanted to be. While I sat at that desk, I went on my phone and I said, hey, I need 10 people who want to go on a mission of doing X, Y, or Z. I used my time wisely because 
I had to start to believe I've got something to give. I didn't go through these things in vain. I didn't experience those things for no reason. I didn't go through that thing to be left there. I'm not asked to look back at it, to sit in it. I'm asked to get something out. And when I get it out, how do I now scatter those seeds and plant something out so that something beautiful can come out of it? You can't do that. You won't see that if you're holding everything so tightly, wrapping it up in the darkness. And then when you face it, now you're in the darkness. Come on. Count yourself in. You've got everything you need. You always have had. What are you going to do with it? What are you making it mean? How do you turn that into gold? Y'all already know. And I heard mum speak about this yesterday. One of my greatest books, my favourite books, is The Alchemist. Why? What does an alchemist do? An alchemist turns everything into gold. If you have the boss sticks, you will hear one of my favourite affirmations is, I am the greatest alchemist of all time. I started saying it. Why did I start saying it? Because I felt like in a season, everything I touched turned to shit. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to believe that tea or you want to believe something else? So I started affirming, I am the greatest alchemist of all time. I am the greatest alchemist of all time. And I started seeing things that looked like shit. I realized that shit was a great fertilizer a great fertilizer to plant something and birth something and allow something, allow something to grow. But we don't recognize, we don't even know how to use our shit. Do you wanna know why? Because we don't even wanna be in it. We don't wanna smell it, we don't wanna see it, we don't wanna release it. And I'm just saying, release your shit. Release your shit so you can live an abundant life. Release your shit so you can own who you are. Release your shit so you can be who you are. And if you ever walk in dog shit, it stinks. And you don't just get to wipe it off in the mud, it still has that stench. So you gotta clean it up. And so it's a process of cleaning it up, facing it, understanding it and then how do you use that shit I need somebody listening to this to know you have got not only have you got all you need and all you need is going to take you to your next like it really really is I want you to actually know you've actually got more than you need You've actually got so much more than you need. What will you do with it? Where will you plant it? Where will you let those seeds grow? I feel like the morning is a great time to ask yourself questions for your day ahead. And I think one of the questions that many people probably should start asking themselves, where can I serve today? 
Where can I be of service today? Where can I help today? Because in one way, we hear the laws of the platform. You understand? We hear the laws of the platform, right? The laws of the universe. The law that says what you give, you get back. But what are we giving? Therefore, what are we planting? And it's not to give to even look for what you get back. It's not that. It's just that we live in a world that's full of vibrations, that's full of energies. And the energies are what you give, you get back. So when you complain, you get that energy back. When you're sad, you get that energy back. When you give joy, you get that energy back. When you give out of love and encouragement and empowerment, you get that energy back. So you don't have to go get something to give something. No, you've got something to give. So why don't you just give more of that and then allow that energy to come back? Why don't you start giving what you need? And I heard something so powerful today. And Michael Todd said, it's funny because I set these rooms from yesterday, right? But I heard it today. And he said, if your relationship, for example, is in trouble, Go and give to a relationship that's working out greatly. Ah, if your children are in trouble, go and give to some other children. If your finances are in trouble, go and plant some finances in someone else. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so dope. And I immediately wrote down a list of all of the things of where I need to go and sow seeds today. A seed of faith that, you know what, if that's working out for them, it might not be my time yet. But if I sow a seed, my time will come. My time will come. And I'll continue to do the work in the meantime. Because anybody who loves gardening knows that if you plant a seed, that's not enough. You've got to take care of it. You've got to do the work before you reap the harvest. And this culture that we live in that's just selfish and self-centered, yet know nothing about self. They live on this quick, 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 quick. So people will go, I did the work. I wrote the forgiveness letter. I want peace. It doesn't work like that, babes. I did the work. I done the process. I want to be free. It doesn't work like that, babes. There's time. And time is not your time. Time is the time. Everything happens when it's supposed to. But if you live in control, you won't know that. 
It's the space of allowing that says, you know what? I did a forgiveness letter today because I had something to release. I got it out. Tomorrow, I did another forgiveness letter because I had something to release. I got it out. The day after that, I cried all day, but it was all good because I had something to release. I got it out. And you trust the process. You don't force it. It is what it is. You embrace it. You accept it. You allow it. Oh, today I've got a stirring in my belly. I ask some quality questions. Whose energy is this? What is this? Why do I feel anxious? Why do I feel nervous? And I waited until I got the answers. I didn't run from it. I waited until I, until I felt what it was and I got clarity. Now, when you see someone else struggling with anxiety, you see someone else carrying something that's heavy. No, I don't believe as well in going around and telling people how to live their life, but maybe, just maybe, you can be an example that says, hey, I was going through that. Maybe try this. Hey, I read this amazing book. Why don't you actually, you know what? I'm going to gift you that book. How about some of the things that have changed your life? You just find somebody today that you can bless with those things. You take them up out of your house and you go give them to somebody. How about you do that? Oh no, we can't do that, right? We've got to understand that this journey of really living as your best self, of really living life like a fulfilled life, is recognizing you've been through everything you were supposed to. Just like you're going to continue to go through everything that you're supposed to. I often ask the question, what is your posture like in the process? Do you reach for joy? Do you allow yourself to feel good? Do you allow yourself to surrender like, yo, I can't do this. I need help. I need divine intervention. I need support. I need clarity. Do you support yourself enough to lean in when you need it? And then when you get that clarity, what do you do with it? I've had many great teachers on my journey and I will continue to have. And anything that I get from them and I share it, I call their name because I honor who they are. I coach people and I've got loads of my own tools, loads of amazing stuff that I can give you. But if I need to give you something that I used, I will say, hey, I got this from Lisa Nichols. I got this from Melania Vanzar. I got this from Wayne Dyer. I got this from Sarah Jakes. I know where I came from. I know where I'm going. I know what I want to do now. Do you know who you are? 
Do you even know what you need? And I'll keep asking these questions. And I'll keep asking the same questions and I'll keep bringing them up in rooms. Why? Because when you wake up knowing what you want, you live differently. When you wake up knowing what you've got to give, you serve differently. When you wake up knowing who you are, you connect differently. You not only have all you need, you've got way more than you need. Wherever you are right now, I want you to ask yourself, what have I got? What have I got that I can give? What is it? I want you to remember that first thing that just came to your head. What have I got that I can give? And I want you to squeeze your hand real tight, real tight. tight. Squeeze your hands real tight and hold on to that thing that you've got. You might have had a list of them. And I just want you to hold them for a minute. Imagine whatever just came to your head, I want you to hold it in your hand. Maybe you're driving so you can hold it in one hand. Maybe you're walking so you can hold it in two hands. Maybe you're holding your phone so you can hold it in one hand. But I just want you to hold it. Hold it. Ask yourself to connect to the power of that thing or the power of those things which you've got. And I want you to just listen. When it's
How hard was it for you to hold on to it? Did your hand naturally start to loosen up or did you have to intentionally remind yourself to keep squeezing? Is your hand still tense? I want you to know if you continue to hold on to everything that you've got and you don't release it, it's going to make you weak. Open your hand. And feel it, let it go. There's some things that you've protected that are making you weak, that are keeping you out of flow and it's keeping you stuck. Opening your hands is saying, I surrender. I give it all away. So I can be used for purpose. Yo, you've been through some things that were necessary for you to be who you are. You had to go through a season where you didn't know your voice. So when you heard your voice, you love it. You had to go through a season of being neglected and abandoned so you could learn what it's like to feel love and support. You had to go through a season of not knowing better because what you don't know, you can't do anything with. But now you know what you know you can do some things with. You had to learn about abuse and the effects of it so that you could set yourself free. You've got everything you need. What will you do with it? What will you do with it? Where will you serve today? Where will you be more encouraging today? Where will you be more giving today? Some of you are so filled with love, love. That's your gift, by the way. But you've locked it up in witness protection because somebody hurt you along the way. So now you won't give love freely. Yo, I had to G-check my damn self about that same thing yesterday. Because the minute I get hurt, boom, bang, lock up. And I realized I was talking filthy. I was talking outside of my mouth about what I do not want again and again and again. I had to hear myself and I was like, that is disgusting. Clean it up. That's not who you are, babe. And sometimes it feels like I've got to teach people again and again and again, just love, love with no conditions. 
But thankfully, I learned that lesson early. So I've got it to give. Why am I holding it back? Why am I holding it back? Why am I protecting it? It doesn't hurt me to give love. It hurts when I make a story about it. What are y'all adding meanings, adjectives and nouns to? What are y'all doing that? Adding commas to a sentence that was supposed to have a full stop. You got something to give, bro, sis, king, queen. Give it freely. Give it like you've got more than you need. Give, 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 give. And no, we're not giving because we don't know our value. No, you know the value of this thing. That's why you're giving it. There's a difference. A major difference. I pray you understand it. I'm about done. Does anybody have any questions, realizations, just anything that they want to share, anything they want to say, maybe anything that you want to ask? You see that 10% I was saving? Oh, honey. Yo, that's stacked. Stacked so much that when I wanted to invest in things, I took it from there. I didn't get the handout when I started my business. I got a seed from my mom. And that went to my first batch of sticks where I invested in over 10,000 packs. After that, the products, everything that I, I've invested in from booty bands to sticks to, to books, that came from the seed that I was planting with my 10%. But some of you that won't start, you'll say, I want a business, but you won't plant the seed. I want a man, but you won't be loving. I want a great body, but you won't um, go to the gym. It's funny how when people start healing and saying, I want to live my best life, many people can get stuck in the trauma trumps as in, I've got to heal this, I've got to fix that, I've got to do this, I've got to get that, I've got to... But where are you planting, bro? Where are you growing? Where are you bossing up? Where are you elevating? When are we going to start to have that conversation? And I get it, I love it. I'm hearing people say they've cleared their debts, yes. I'm just saying, I wanna hear people saying, I own the block, you understand? I built that school. I've fed a hundred people. I've just fed a hundred people. You know, when I really started doing these things, come Christmas time, I don't believe in Christmas, but, I know what the season can do for people. 
So I, I would take, it was freezing, it was freezing. And I wrote all of these positive notes, these cards. I put sticks in a bag. I went, I got socks, toothpaste. I went to the dentist, I asked them, can you donate? I went to different shops, I asked, can you donate as much as I paid? And I went around London, just giving things to the homeless people. Oh, y'all thought we just came and spoke on these platforms, right? No, we don't talk about what we do because we don't have to. And I'm not saying that any of you guys do, but I'm just saying in your mind's eye, where do you serve? Where do you give? Where do you help? And I did that, by the way, when I was living out of my overdraft. So I'm not waiting to be a millionaire to act like one. You feel me? Honestly, where can you give? Where can you serve? Because you've got more than you need. And all you've got is all you need. And what you've got, someone else needs. Perhaps that's how we can make the world a better place. Grand Rising, Miss Tina, was good. all you have is all you need um this morning i spent a lot of time in the silent power hour going through your book and on that page i have everything i need some things in life challenge us to question everything we believe the affirmation has been a major turning point for me and i pray it becomes the same for you you could look at your life right now and easily believe things are missing things are not happening and maybe you have a long way to go before you have everything you need, or you could simply change your perspective. What if we don't need anything? What if we simply desire things to expand our experience on this journey called life? Yet right here, right now, we are completely and utterly complete. Would we continue to think and believe anything is missing? Or would we begin to believe we have everything we need? So I'm going to stop there. It has a little bit more, but um, yeah. So thank you for that. And yeah, just thank you for these books that add to the sticks and it kind of gives context. Sometimes I have gotten into the pattern of just picking the sticks. And I know you always say, take time and read the book because it kind of gives you a little bit more clarity. So I've been able to do that this week in the power hour when I pick the sticks going to the book. And it's really helping me clear up a lot of that stuff and a lot of that vibration that sometimes I forget. The other thing that I wanted to speak about was, I said to myself, uh -uh, here she goes again, spiritually eavesdropping. Um, it was a conversation yesterday in exercise class and a friend had explained that she had been with a gentleman for a long time, I think two or three years. And she recently found out that, you know, he, his identity who he said he was he wasn't and it really hit me hard it really did hit me hard like wow and it hit me hard because I realized in my head my thoughts were saying huh that's why me I don't trust anybody <laughs> that's why I keep myself to myself huh? <laughs> and I would get like these thoughts was just running over my head and then last night I stayed up late 
and I thought about it and I thought, wow, look how I have just gone into, I'm scared of getting hurt. I don't like how that heartbreak feels. I don't like betrayal. I don't like betrayal. And then I was like, oh my gosh, but you're betraying yourself. Because actually, me being me and me giving myself, that's, that's life. So by me just like, I'm going to protect myself, I'm not going to experience that, I'm going to stay away from it. Because, you know, there again, there I go with my old friend fear. You know, fear of hurt, fear of pain, fear of, I don't like myself out of my elements. I don't, because when she was speaking and she was like for three years, and especially on, on the basis of some of the stuff that I know he had told her, some of the ways that he had made her feel, you know, she had conversations with me where she's like, oh my God, he makes me feel like a queen. And now he ain't even who he said he was. Man, I, I was like, okay, so I protect myself. I protect myself and, yeah, everybody who knows me who's been, you know, around me and Elevate, they know that I'm like a dragon when I go, that fire. And I realise that when I think that I'm working on myself, it's actually protection, it's actually a protective mode. So, yeah, I just wanted to kind of, you know... I love that, that. because... <clears throat> I thought about that yesterday and um, for those of you who don't know I've brought my live classes back and so when I brought my live classes back and I put out the message to be like we're coming back like the amount of individual heartfelt messages that were like Tanya I need this Tanya do whatever it takes if we have to have if we pay more so that um, if you haven't got enough people and we pay more, like, I just need that. And that's what I'm talking about when you have everything you need, bro. I wanted to dance for me because I love dancing. I was never going to create a class for other people to dance because that just wasn't my vibe. But you see now when I walk into that room on a Wednesday, it's not just that we're going there to dance and keep fit. Y'all, do you know how much people are releasing something? Do you know how much people are feeling good in that moment? Do you know how much being in that space and around the support of women actually encouraging each other? Sometimes I get them just to walk, 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 walk with confidence, walk off that shit, walk like you're a boss, walk like you've seen yourself. I am so blessed. You see anywhere I go, I'm taking all of me. I used to go into dance rooms and be like, okay, the assignment here is to dance. I'll go into schools and do my motivational seminars and I'll be like, the assignment here is to do a motivational seminar. I will go to work and be like, the assignment here is to get my bag. No, the assignment, wherever I go, is to give all of Tanya, period. Some of you are still in that season where everywhere you go, you're not fully yourself because you don't even know yourself. And no, that doesn't mean I have to walk in every room like a big bad boss, because that's not it. But I walk in every room with this love that I've actually, I've actually just got love to give. And the minute you hurt me, that's the first thing I pull the plug on, that love. And I was saying to myself yesterday, like, well, who are you hurting, Tanya? Myself. Myself. 
So I ain't doing that. And I promise you, the minute I got it and I cleaned up, my whole evening changed, transformed. Because I'm the boss of this ship. And what I get give out, I get back. So when I want to put out these snaky little comments that I've been making and these, and, and when I say snaky, that's not me talking about anybody. That's just me saying, you know, oh, they're acting like this or they're doing that. <clears throat> so I'm not going to give them this. Like, who, who is that serving, Tanya? Because it ain't serving you. But... Many people speak like that every day, right? Because it's valid. But you don't recognize that that energy that you're putting out is the energy that you're getting back. And so when that woman shared, all I'm thinking is next week, oh, you watch how I nourish her. Because right now she's in a season where she doesn't feel like she's going to make it through. She's in a season of rejection. She's in a season of grief. She's in a season of loss. Oh, but you know what? I got something in my bag to help her. Do you guys get it? That's what we get to do when we address and face our own shit. I've said this before. There was a season where I was in a relationship and I, it was shit and I was in it. And I got to a point and I was like, oh my God, I had to go through this. I had to go through this because what I've learned here, I'm going to be able to give to someone else. And I knew it. And the minute that I knew that, I was cool. And I've been doing this thing with a lot of people that I'm coaching. And I do it in a lot of my seminars. And I ask people to write down their fears and say what their fears are. And yesterday I was thinking about my own fears as I was driving. And I was like, oh, my God, I ain't really got that much anymore. Fears that were on my list two years ago, five years ago, three years ago, they're not on there anymore. And I'm like, oh my God, I've grown. Ah! I've started to live more and more out of love, more and more out of faith. So I don't have the same fears. But one fear, go on. I'm so glad because now you're going to go and walk bedstock. I don't really think I'm scared of dogs. Honestly, I don't think I am. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't actually think I am. I've, I've, I've read a book and you can tell an animal to sit down with your mind and that's exactly what I'll do. <laughs> All right, so, so let's do it. Are you going to do it? Because I know that you face up to things. Are you going to... Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yes, yes. I'm, I will crush everything. And one of the fears that I had on my list ages ago was a man cheating on me or a man having a baby. Uh, well, of course that happened. And you know, when I looked back at it yesterday, I was like, oh my God, I'm not dead. Because <laughs> I thought that a man cheating on me and having a baby, like while I was with them, I just thought that that would absolutely crush me and that would make me feel like shit. And I, yo, I'm not dead. I'm actually grateful. Just as much as there was a season I had fear of heights, I don't have that fear. I had fear of being alone. Yo, I love being alone. But again, it's because I'm willing to look at myself. I'm willing to be like, okay, cool. Does this, does this fear still serve you, Tanya? Oh no, that fear doesn't serve you, babes. No, that fear doesn't serve you. What are we going to do about it? 
Do you understand? It's not just about looking back. It's not just about healing. It's about what are you going to plant? What are you going to sow? What are you going to grow? What are you going to give to? And here's something I wrote in 2016. It says, 10th of October, 2016, at 1318 to be precise. How often are there parts of us that we don't want to face? Sometimes we don't want to visit the fear of unknown space. But what happens when you realize that here on earth, you're never alone. And perhaps the tests and struggles that show up are just leading you to your throne. What happens if your struggles could help heal another? What happens if our stories are the parts that are holding us together? Are we open to truly stepping into the unseen? Are we willing to deeply connect, to ignite our dreams? Your writing has been my grace. And it's funny because I wrote that on, in October on the 10th, right? And then on the 17th, here's what I wrote, because you see the human mind, when you decide something, when you decide something new, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the gym, I'm getting fit, I'm, I'm going into this relationship, I'm giving it a go, I'm, I'm investing in this big deal, I'm planting my money here. You see the human mind, it starts playing tricks, all but what if and no but what if and possibly this and that. And so I started to recognize that my mind, I could make up my mind about something, but after a while it would play tricks on me. So I wrote this on the 17th of October. I woke up this morning with these thoughts in my head, the very same thoughts that have got me stuck in my bed. How many times am I going to listen to the same record? What will it take for me to be taught before I truly learn my lesson? Dear mind, I hear you're doing overtime and I'm just trying to figure out if it's actually worth your time. There have been so many times that you have protected me. But also so many times I'm thinking, God, please eject me. What is it really that I could do to really and truly hurt you? I hear the fear of me wanting to expand you, but I promise that although you may not have experienced that reality, I trust that it's greater than this. And I know that greatness is something that you really don't want to miss. So please, with all due respect, trust me allow me to take you there I'm so super grateful for your protection please understand that this is not you experiencing rejection it's me saying all will be okay actually perhaps who knows what more will be will we be equipped to face in another day I'm accepting the feeling of you to project in fear Yes, I agree. We don't know what we're experienced there, but I know for sure it will be different to this and I'm prepared to let you grow. Yes, I'm willing to take the risk. So dear mind, please trust me on this. When I tell you guys, I have written letters to so many parts of myself, to so many parts of life, because why? Language is, um, sorry, words is the language of the mind. How do you talk to yourself? Like, seriously. Many people, like in this week, 
will struggle in the silent power hour. Why? Because their mind's like or because their mind starts revealing things that they didn't even know they were thinking because they've never stopped and listened to their mind. And many of us will start to practice the art of meditation and depending on where you've been taught it, they will, you will think that you're supposed to get silent. So you're reaching for this silent, 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 silent. And you struggle because your mind isn't silent when you first start, it's not. And so it's a practice, but perhaps in that practice, if you listen, you'll start to know who you are, why you are, where you are, because you'll hear your thoughts out loud, like real loud. Many of you are living on autopilot, you wake up at the same time, you brush your teeth, you eat your breakfast, you do the same thing every day. Every day you come back, you might call whoever, you watch this on TV, or you log on to Clubhouse, the same thing. But you haven't started to live intentionally yet. You haven't started to recognize that all of the habits that you're doing right now are gonna get you to the same place. So if you wanna go somewhere different, what are you putting in that's gonna switch up the game? What are you doing that's gonna lead you closer to that place? This is why I developed Elevate. And when you read it, it says, holding you accountable of a, sp of a space, an inner space to grow. Yes, that means you're gonna to have to heal. Why? because what you don't heal will always be revealed. It comes out in your relationships. That's why you can't maintain them. It comes out in your work. That's why you don't like the job. It comes out in your children. Do you understand? It comes out everywhere. So when you become aware of what's coming out, now you can create the outcome you want. But more importantly, I know how hard it is to start a business, to maintain a business, to keep going through a business. I know how hard it is to go on a journey of really loving myself and knowing myself. I know what it feels like when all of your friends go because you've grown. I know what it feels like when because you choose to live differently, they talk shit about you. I didn't have the support that I'm willing to give you. Yes, I've got an amazing supportive family, but your family network isn't the only support that you need. I didn't have the mentors, the this voice, the that voice, the sisterhood, the friendships, the brotherhood. I didn't have those things. So I'm saying, here, let me help you. Because it ain't easy. So you know what? Let's do it together. Because believe it or not, I still believe in people doing things together. I still believe in my community, but I know in order to build the community that we want to see, yo, some of us are going to have to really level up and we got to be about the bag. You understand? It's not only about speaking life into people's spirits. No, it's about saying, look, I'm putting 10 grand into my community. 
I'm putting a mill into my community. We've got the audacity, audacity to talk about other communities that should be feeding ours and we don't even feed our own communities. Somebody better stop me. So I'm just saying, you've got all you need. Yes, ma'am. You know when you were speaking, when you spoke a lot about a subject which I like called shit. And, you know, lots of shit. And I remember there's a certain season when um, Dad, when I used to go outside in the garden, he suggested I was stink. So I was little, I didn't really understand. <laughs> and it was something town that he had. It looked like straw and all sorts of things mixed together. And when I asked, he said, it's manure. You know, so later on, I realised that manure's got, like, animal shit in it. And it was it was just the most stinkiest time, but he used to always um, you know, treat the soil with that. And I couldn't I couldn't understand it. I was like, why would you go and get animal shit and all sorts of stuff to put, you know, as a little girl, that was my thought process. And that's why when you say you need every, you've got everything you need. We want the perfume and we want the sweet life, but we're not willing to accept the shit. We have everything we need and we wouldn't be designed to release shit physically, mentally, spiritually, if it wasn't necessary. So we need to shit. And people that don't shit are constipated. And I'm saying that in every sense of the word. So when you're trying to create, try enough. When you're creating that life, that I just want the perfume, I just want the good things, I just want the, you need the shit. And also, when you're not aware, shit needs to be released in the right place. You feel me? It reminds me of when, when David said in one of your rooms, sperm is horrible in the wrong environment, right? And so when you're not aware of your shit, do you know how much people are just shitting everywhere they go? But I think that's what, when you were just speaking about people coming to exercise and releasing their shit, that was another observation, like in your, you know, before in your classes, you know, the room would absolutely stink. I was like, you know, even going back to dance class days, you know, I had to stop the class and, and address people like, yes, you're coming to exercise, but please clean up your stuff before you come. So when you were speaking about releasing, you know, they come there to release some stuff and, and, and they use exercise as one of the ways of doing it. It reminded me of the church. I used to go to the church and think, why do I come out of the church feeling shitty? Because people release their shit. I can't stop laughing. You can laugh. <laughs> actually... But also, I personally think as well, we're vibrational beings and, and we have to start to recognise when we're going somewhere to get, people go into church to get, 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 get. Do you understand? Um, people don't believe in, in the giving. People don't even understand the giving. And it's just so heavy on my spirit right now that we, we, we most definitely go through different seasons, right? And in this season, which it feels like hibernation for a lot of people, I just want you guys to know, I beg you, find somewhere to give. Like, honestly, 
find someone or something that that like they're so passionate about something that you say I believe in their passion let me invest there like honestly it's gonna do something in this season and you guys know that for those of us that are really on this walk of being our best self we're practicing this big o word called obedience like please go do it today I don't know how it's going to map out for you. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I do know whether it's a whether it's two years from now, five years from now, ten years to now, the seed that you plant today is going to birth something great. That's the power of giving. That's the power of giving. And you might be planting that seed in shit, bro. You might be in the shittiest situation today and you decide, you know, the seed that I'm going to plant today, I'm going to send a message of encouragement to that person. I'm going to go in and bless my manager that McKeon stand with a bunch of flowers because you know what? Maybe they've forgotten love. Maybe they've forgotten kindness. So I'm going to teach them because I've got that. I've got that. Today, I'm not going to go about the day about what can I get. What can be fed to me? What can be handed to me? I'm about to go about the day and say, what can I give? I'm getting ready to serve something. And I know that I'm gassed. Why? Because it's the 18th today. Today's the 18th, right? That means we got one month until we're in the vision party and then we're in um, the retreat. And let me tell y'all, I have got something to give. So I'm getting ready to serve. I am so excited. It's not funny. I am, I'm too gassed. I am too excited. Like, why? Because I've got something to give. You guys have got something to give. Get excited about it. Grand Rising C. because I'm like, hello, somebody. Um, How much have we locked up in witness protection? Huh? Trust. If you don't trust yourself, you don't trust life. Life is so beautiful. Oh, my God. But it's not only that. It's Oh, wait, wait, you didn't just do that. No, 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 no. Sorry. What I you... don't understand because I'm not 
because what saying what I think and what I feel, I then get it wrong. Oh my god, listen, the way that this hit me this morning, I'm like, oh, oh. Do you know how much of us are doing that? I don't trust myself. Clearly, you do trust yourself, but you're damn scared. You are bloody well scared. So, do you know what happened this week? Not one, not two, not three, not four. I won't even give you the number. I really won't give you the number on Clubhouse. But a bag of people from my past and after. Casey, Christy, I want to see you, see. Where you at, see? And she's had to go, ooh. Do I trust myself? Remember my Tesco season, guys? We're back in Tesco's. But now we're in Tesco's, Sainsbury's, and Asda, all at the same time. <laughs> but you know what I love about what you said? That's what I'm saying. People are scared to look stupid. So they protect moving in case it doesn't work out. People are scared... Let me tell you lot something. I'm so not scared. To, I don't even talk properly. I don't pronounce words properly. Like, if, if you think that's going to stop me from coming into a room and giving what God has put on my chest, you must be mad. Ain't nobody going to rob me of my joy. If I sit down and go, oh my gosh, I'm going to wait until... I'll tell you the truth. I've been writing this book. You guys have heard me say, this book is coming out this month. I have been able to release the book because I want it to be so perfect. And so when my business coach came and spoke about my perfection thing, which I never saw before, I was like, get out of here. Like, have you finished? Do you need to leave? I think you need to leave. I didn't do that before. In the room and what you're saying, it's already perfect. It's perfect as is because you've got everything you need. You speaking today, I went back to my book and I was like, oh, because after last week, the realizations that came after last week's room, and no, mum, I'm still not owning what you said to me, but the realizations that did come and realizing that my layers of protection are to shut people out, to stop conversations, to stop access to myself. Like, nope, you've got to stay on this side of the fence now because if you can't get close, you can't penetrate. If you can't get close, this protective layer, I'm good. I'm solid. I sent some text messages um, this week. I've reached out and made some phone calls this week. I've had some conversations that I needed to have this week because I'm genuinely doing the work. But there you go. That's the point right there. And I can say this without knowing this. You've probably reached out, sent messages. That is planting seeds. And as a result of doing that, you are getting back warm bags of love. It might, it's not coming from the same place. This is what I'm saying. You don't have to plant the seed where you want it to grow. Plant a seed anyways. I thought to myself, well, it's the silent power week today. So, Tony, you don't have to give as much. Well, hello. I started seeing stuff all in people's check-ins. I started seeing numbers like I ain't seen them before. I started seeing the gap that people were stuck in. I just started seeing things. And I was like, whoa. But that's who I really am. When I just give, I am so blessed. I can't even explain it. I'm just so blessed. You are too. Do you know what's amazing as well? When you've done the exercise, 
said earlier about what, we, what we've got to give and hold it in our hands. And some of us, I think, are so caught up on having something major to give. Like, it needs to be something big. It needs to have impact. It needs to be huge. And I'm like, you know what? I've got care to give because I'm a damn good sister. And I don't just have to be a damn good sister to my sisters, to my brothers, to my people that I've allowed into my circle. There are people that come into my life and I just vibe with them. Me and Charlie went to a party and this lady came out of the toilet and she was just, you know, in her drunken state having a conversation with us. And when I was leaving the party, she hugged me and she said, don't stop being you because you've got something to give. And you see, this is why I came for you on one Sister Saturday. I went for my sister on Sister Saturday because she was so busy, busy being distracted that she stopped giving a part of her to the space, which she naturally gives. She don't need to tell me what happened in her mind, but she said, huh, I ain't giving them nothing because they don't listen or I ain't doing this. That's not who you are. And that's not who you are. Someone else might live in that bit of space, but that's not who you are. So I was like, see, you get up and you do what you do. Many of us change our posture because of our circumstances, yet we don't understand we needed that hurt, bro. That hurt gave you purpose. I tell a dude, hurt me, I dare you, because I'm going to turn that into something. I'm going to turn it into something. I think that's what's really coming back to me now. When I was in a season of, and it actually, if I flip it, it was probably about a year ago this time when we were going through mindset, we had kind of just started to wrap up mindset. And I was in a season of just being in my power, like really understanding myself and just being in my power. And I would literally walk into Tesco's and someone would say, excuse me, can I take you out on a date? You're beautiful. I want another. Like, what? What's going on? And it wasn't once. It was every single time I went to the shop. So much so that I stopped shopping in Tesco's and started to go to Sainsbury's. So I was like, this is, this is freaking me out a little bit. I'm laughing now because it's happening all over again. Some of the same dead people are from a year ago are saying, yo, see, something's missing in my life. Where you at? And I'm like, oh, okay. But I know that I've got something to offer people. And I know now no one crosses our path by accident. No one. And also, so if you I have... have to from them or do I have to get? If you have boundaries as a healthy form of protection, oh, honey, oh, honey, you don't just step into anyone and not anyone just has access to you, but you know why you're giving and where you're giving from. Love that. Love it. Yes, protection, honey. Miss Dixie and Grand Rising Queen. Good rising, Yes, me good. My leg them set good from yesterday. Tell us. 
biggest thing that I have where I say I can't take compliments and I wasn't being to take compliments, I realised it was a protection for myself because I never thought that of myself. Come on, girl. So if somebody complimented me, I'd be looking at them side eye like, ah, what are you looking at? Because that's not what I see. That's not what I see. What I see is the total opposite. And I've just realised, because when I was um, journaling this morning, I realised that when you, your, um, your clubhouse about there being one power, and when you speak about the God in me, and I realised I stopped believing in me, so therefore I stopped believing in God. So then when did I stop believing? When did I stop believing in me? And yes. then while you were talking again, I was like, oh, and that makes sense why I could never take compliments. Because I never saw myself. When I looked at myself in the mirror, what I saw and what everybody else saw was a completely different thing. And so it was easier to just go, ha, 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 because that was my protection because I was like, you're chatting shit. You're lying. You're chatting shit. But the truth is, I was lying to myself. Amen. I love that. And you know what? That's a realisation I had this week because you guys know I told you I went on this date. It wasn't a date like for me, but, you know, I just went out. And when I heard what I was saying out loud and also what they were comfortable to say to me, I thought, "Mm -mm." as in, I find it very hard to take compliments. People will go, oh, you look nice. I'll say, oh, this top, I got it for five pounds. I swear to God. Oh, this weave, oh, I hate it, I don't like it. I will quickly find something negative to slide in. And I've had to practice, thank you, without a sentence that comes after. Thank you, because really that's the conversation that's in my head. And so when guys are like, Tanya, why are you saying that? And I'm like, bro, have you seen my sisters? And I keep working on this story because I'm like, I've got to teach myself something different. But I also know the position that my mum was in when she was carrying me. And so I know that some things are more deep rooted than a surface level, than just a surface level. And so I'm having to work through those things. And for me personally, what I've been doing is saying, oh, God, I want to see me how you see me. And I feel like the more that I say that is the more kind of compliments you get. But at the same time, for me, I've been able to go, okay, cool. I'm accepting that that's God in me. Because Tanya can beat up Tanya, but Tanya, when it's this divine energy, I'm like, no, I can't beat that up. That's disrespectful. You understand? So you got to find ways. And again, it's retelling your truth. That's a lie. That's a limited idea entertained. You're beautiful just how you are. You're dope just how you are. You're incredible just how you are. And, but that's the space that I now, like, I can now look in the mirror and be like, girl. Like, you know, when you look at the stretch marks, you're like, woo! Before I'd be like, oh, bleh. Now I'm just like, it is what it is. I had a whole child. Not that I knew I was having a child, but I had a whole child. It is what it is. Like, I actually put on a dress, um, as you know, it was my dad's memorial on Saturday. And my mum has a way of when you put things on, she does a face. And you're just like, oh. And the girl said, oh, you're going to try your dress on? I said, no, because if I try my dress on and somebody says something, I'm going to go into that space of I know what I'm going to do. So I didn't. Girl, when I put that dress on on Saturday, I was like, ah! My baby don't feel like I'm pregnant! I don't look like I'm pregnant. I look good. I put my shoes on. I was like, hey, guys, I didn't take the shoes off all day, even though my foot was running me. I felt good. I've had to tell myself something different because I've been telling myself the same shit for too long. So now I have to look at myself different because if I don't, then I'm just going to allow other people to affect me. 
and it's not about other people affecting me it's about me me controlling me so as long as i'm good to me everybody else can say as long as i know who i am and can stand in who i am i don't need anybody else to tell me who i am I love that. I love it. I love it, Miss Dixie. And you know what I love? The power that we have. Like, I've told you guys this. Anyone who comes to my exercise classes, I will tell people I could tell you about diets, this and that, and all of these things which you've done to improve your body, your workouts. But let me tell you, my body looks the best when I think the best, period. Your body will look the best when you think the best. You don't get to the place that you want your body to be and then love it. No, you've got to love the process. And this is it. Many of us don't love the process. Love the process. Know that when you're awake, people can't get into exercise because injury this and injury that. No, your mind is injured, babe. Get in, get it in. Love the process. And the more that you love the process and the more that you love the process and the more that you love the process, oh honey, the process will start to love you. And it's with everything. And guess what? The process ain't cute. The process ain't cute. Sorry, Tanya. Yes, ma'am. Claude, Claude, when you said about Sister Saturday and the attitude that you got, if that's the word, it was because of the expectation, right? So you were feeding them and you was expecting a certain response or a certain way for them to be. And um, I'm just reminded of the weight and also like they could be bamboo trees. <laughs> so a bamboo tree, you can water, you can look after it, water it, nurture it. And it, it looks like nothing's happening. Then all of a sudden it shoots up all at once, like, like, as if, you know, my magic, so. Excuse me, but what you forgot to tell them, Tina, is five years. Five years, the bamboo tree. You walked, you nourish it, five years. I had, no idea. I had no idea what the time was. Yeah, five years, but you've got to do that. Otherwise, it won't, in that five years, if you don't nourish it, if you don't feed it, in that five years properly, it will not. You know, it's it's done, it stays maybe a foot for five years, then if you've watered it and nourished it properly, it will go to eight, nine, ten foot. That's, that's the Chinese. It's really interesting in what you just said. It wasn't actually my expectation. It was listening to people, understanding their expectations without doing the work that actually upset me. I was watching people go... Like, you know, this isn't working, that's not working, I want this, I want that, I want this. Um, and I'll just think, you know, you work. Like, the work is there in front of you and you're not doing it, so I just thought, well, what's the point? I'm not bothered. It's so funny because it's like, you know, over the years of you and um, Tanya being teachers in the dance class, they're actually coming under the disguise of learning to dance, but as Tanya said, Sometimes the activity is just the covering. The work is so much more than that. And I always said to you guys that they're not going to come perfect. Our job is to teach. So, you know. I, I hear that, and you know what to be fair. I'm just... You see, because she wasn't in alignment, she was acting out of alignment. You feel it? 
she's got herself in alignment these weeks you understand and it's coming out that's what I'm saying it's coming out this is why we do the self-work first and we feed after but we can feed while we're doing the work because even I heard something yesterday and it says you know God gives you something small you've got to turn it into the great thing if you ain't got vision how are you gonna do that if you're given a seed, you can't see the beauty of the bamboo tree, but you can't focus on the seed. You've got to know, believe, trust, have faith, act like that seed is going to be an amazing, beautiful tree. That's how you get it done. It's the same with your body. You can't see the limits that your body can go to. Maybe you've never lived in that body before, but you can see it before you see it. And you can put in the work like it's becoming that thing and then watch it manifest. But we don't practice patience. We don't allow time. We want things right here, right now. And we want more. We want something else. We think if we had that, it would be this. And if we had that, it would be this. And I'm just saying, you've got all you need. Before dad shares, I just want to share what Dawn messaged me. And it's funny because yesterday I saw her type something about numbers. I think she saw the number 444. And she got a message from me. And I was like, yes. And today she's written that she woke up at 321 and she checked the meaning of it. And it literally says, we have everything we need within us to achieve our dreams. And then she says she's woke up, tapped into this room. And guess what? I'm saying the same thing. Signs are everywhere. Yes, they are. That's confirmation, honey, that you better go after those dreams with what you've got now. You don't need no more. You've got something now that you can build those dreams with. Use it. Grand Rising, Mr. Claude, what you got for us this morning? Grand Rising, Grand Rising. Um, God morning to everybody. Um, it was a, um, it was just for you, me. It was just a message. All you have is all you need. Thank you. <laughs> all you have is all you need. All you have is all you need. Now, in the meaning of that, that you we had a conversation the other day about vision party. Was it um said so you gotta get someone to do something, blah blah blah. And I went away and thought about it. you guys do something at the vision party tina and cc <laughs> they won't unmute the way that my neck just started to hurt when he said that. <laughs> um what did what did dawn's number say was it 321 yeah 
because I have got an angel book and it says you are not on the wrong path when you are being guided to let the divine take over. <laughs> Surrender to its power. So that, um, Sorry, Dawn, but that's an amazing message <laughs> for you. <laughs> Read it again. It was so nice. I need to hear it twice. You are not on the wrong path, but you are being guided to let the divine take over from here. Surrender to its power. Love that's that. The actual angel numbers book by Carl Gray. Love so, that. Yeah. Yeah, so in Elevate, we look at numbers, we look at colours, we look at anything, 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 lots of things um, to just tap into the truth, you know, to tap into our truth. And so we're going to wrap this room up, but I pray that you came into the room. Yes, ma'am. So the other thing is just an invitation to all of you that are in Clubhouse, if you are or can get to Slough for... The weekend of the 18th of December, there'll be a vision party. Um, and also on the 19th of December, there'll be a raw treat. So like Claudius is just saying that Tanya has everything that she needs and she does. Um, everybody is invited to both of those days. Um, the cost for the weekend is £55. However, if you would just like to do either, then there is a separate price for either. Um, it does work out you know, better if you do both together. And it's actually completely different aspects. So the vision is creating a vision for 2022. And some of you that are in the room that um, attended the online one last year, you know, some it worked for, and you've got everything that you put in, into your box and into your vision. And some it didn't quite work for. But we are inviting you to come to the physical get together in the same space and the same environment. And the energy of that room is going to just be amazing. And we believe that you will get what you desire if you take the time to set your vision, have the belief in what you're setting, it will truly manifest. And for the raw treat, oh, that's going to just be an absolute treat. Um, so sometimes we go away. This year we've decided to do it locally and to bring everybody to an experience. So it is open to males and females. And we are just inviting you to come on board. So if you would like any information about that, this is where one of the others have to help me with how you get in contact with us. So Miss Tanya or Dixie, how do they get in contact with us? So they can either reach out to Tanya um, on the message that looks like a triangle on the side, or you can get find her on her social media, either on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can her at shaketheroom underscore ch at mail.com
UK. And Tom is cringing. Well, just oh, click, the link, uh, click the link at the top of the um, clubhouse room, Mum. <laughs> top of the clubhouse room. Tom is cringing. Like, I don't know who tells Mum to do that, but honestly, these sticks are absolutely, they're making such a difference to who I was and who I'm becoming. And there was absolutely nothing wrong with who I was. <laughs> but I'm actually like fine wine, if you would say that, or like that diamond that was, you, you know, truly in the dirt, and now I'm getting refined. So I would invite you to the same. Anything that I have that works, I invite others. And when Tanya said about the investing, 10% of my time, maybe not the finance yet, but 10% of my time I invest into others. And honestly, I get that back 10 times, 10 times, 10. So yeah, I just want to thank you again, Tanya, for this space, for this opportunity. And yeah. As for the work, Claudius, I got told of yesterday because I said in the clubhouse room that I don't do the work, the work does me. So Miss Cece said, see, mum admitted that she doesn't do the work. What I mean by that, just to clarify, is a lot of us are like, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and it's pushing resistance. So sometimes I just allow the work to do me. And what I need, I receive. So I just want to clarify on that. I'm absolutely a walking example of the walk, of the work, CC. <laughs> the art of allowance. Hmm. But I practice it. Do you not love how my dad just comes through with these one-liners? I love it. <laughs> I love that about men, you know, just one line and that's it. Shit, according to my grandma. Shit, that is it. Anyways, thank you guys so much. I'm not cringing. Do you want to know why? Because all I have is all I need and sticks have fundamentally changed my life to the point that within the elevate space I've noticed that a lot of people have gone into a pit because they are doing the work and they've got into the practice of picking a stick to um, start their day but you know how I originally used sticks I would be going through things and I would ask like I need to get clarity on this. I'd pick a stick. Oh, I need to know if this is the right decision. I'd pick a stick. I'd be like, shit, I don't even know my name. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's going on. I pick a stick. And the stick always gives me a message. Always. That's the power of picking the sticks. So and I picked the stick for the room. Does everyone want to know what it says? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Profound. Period. You see, you see what I picked again all week. I've been picking king and queen sticks for the room. And just before we go, I want to tell you guys and shout out Clubhouse for their new amazing feature. So when we come out of this room, if you've missed it or you want to go back or you want to share it with somebody, you we now have our replays turned on. So when we come out of this room, maybe after 20 minutes or so, you can click the shake the room at the top or you can go into Clubhouse and search shake the room. And if you scroll down, it will say upcoming rooms and it will show you the replays. So if you've missed any room, you can go back and listen to it and you can also see what's coming up. So please, guys, if you appreciate listening in here, if you appreciate what you get, please do me a favor and share it with somebody else. Share this message with somebody who needs it. Heck, you don't even know that they need it. Share it anyways and do it for all of the other messages and all of the other rooms. Um, yeah, let's just help each other, lift up each other's spirits. Let's help each other grow. Let's help each other elevate because that's that's the that's the game of the game. Tanya. Yes, sir. 
I just I, I don't normally pick the sticks because I'm normally so I picked a stick this morning. What did it say? Oh, we lost ya. What's the colour orange stand for? <laughs> orange chakra. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Spread your wings and fly like a butterfly. Oh, I love that. See? That's the season that we're in, guys. And that orange, that orange represents, oh, that's your creativity. Like, we're really in that season. Be creative. Don't let this season get you. Be creative with what you've got. That's another plug. Be creative with what you've got. Turn it into something. Honestly, be creative with what you've got. Turn it into something. Give it to someone. Serve it up. Give it away. Use it. And I'm going to end with my stick that I picked. I express unapologetically. I'm not going to read it all, but I'm going to just read a section of it. Over the years, I have and continue to express my truth in many ways. I believe that your truth is telling, sharing, living and being the rhythm of your heart with no walls or blocks. It's the rawest, most open and transparent essence in the depth of your soul that allows you to pour out abundantly into others, into yourself and into the universe. It's you playing your drum out loud so the world can hear it. And it's the most beautiful sound that effort, effortlessly makes people dance, vibe, connect and resonate with you. It's like a magnet that draws people and things to you. No chasing, no begging. They simply come to you. Whoa, for the power of truth. It allows you to stop doing CPR on dead situations and dead people. It helps you put the heavy shit down. It magically helps you turn everything around. You have a right to express yourself and you can do so in many ways. Each way is personal to you. So dance, sing, talk, write, create, draw or act. Express yourself in whatever way you can. It's your birthright too. And you see, I don't read the books before I talk, but they're always in alignment with where I'm at and what I'm talking about on that day. And that's why I say, if you've got the sticks and the books, read them every day, because every day you'll hear something different. You'll get a different message. And so I picked a queen stick to end the room and a king card. And it says, dear queen, this is for everybody. And I love it that we've got this message in the month of protection. Dear Queen, stop blocking your blessings. Pay attention and start listening. And it says, Dear King, being cool, calm and chilled is also a manly way to deal. You can get Queen Sticks and King Cards available on my website by clicking above again, Queen's. If you're investing in yourself and you're an elevated woman and you've got men in your life, get them king cards. Don't even tell you them that you got them for them. Slip them in their wallet, slip them in their pockets, slip them on their dinner. Let them receive a message that uplifts them. And kings, you can do the same for your queens. Get your queens some queen sticks so they can remember who they are and you can be a part of reminding them. To every single person in this room, thank you so much for listening, for being here, for showing up and showing out. And remember, 
all you have is all you need. Use it. Use every inch of it. Be great, guys.